May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. The transfer portal window reopens tomorrow. Get ready for more chaos. It is Friday, April 14th. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. Players can once again officially enter the portal starting on Saturday. And with spring practices coming to an end and depth charts beginning to reveal themselves, expect a healthy amount of players to put their names in. The man to follow over the next few weeks, who is on top of everything transfer portal for 24-7 sports, is Chris Hummer. And he joins me now to pre you what we may see starting tomorrow. Chris, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for coming on. Doing good, man. Calm before the storm, Lance. The calm before the storm. Yeah, the calm before the storm, for sure. I remember you uh, in previous uh, transfer portal windows, not much sleep, a lot of uh, time spent on your phone at the computer. I'm sure this transfer portal window will certainly be the same. And I mentioned off the top that depth charts and two deeps are really starting to come into focus and players throughout the country are really realizing now where they might fall with their team. So as we look at the kind of player that's entering the portal, are we going to see stars? Are we going to see players that are more in a backup role? What kind of player is going to be entering the portal over the next few weeks and months? I think you can kind of separate it into buckets. And I'd say off the top, this is not going to be a cycle where we see superstar after superstar entering. We're exiting spring football. And in a lot of cases, the players entering are going to be players unhappy with their place in the depth chart or players forced out. So there's just going to be a lot of names in the portal, but not necessarily a lot of quality names. Talking to people across the country in the industry, um, I certainly think we will see some power five quality starters um, come into the portal. But I think it's going to lack some of the oomph that we had the first time around. Like, I don't know if we're going to see like a Sam Hartman enter the portal from Wake Forest, for example. But like a lot of teams, we'll discuss I think more of this later. A lot of teams have specific needs that they need to fill. A lot of teams, especially on the Power 5 level, are trying to plug holes in their depth charts. And I think there will be a lot of functional players in the portal to do so. If you're going to see stars enter the portal from anywhere, it's probably going to be the G5 ranks. You're going to see G5 players looking to jump up, maybe cash in on a bit of a payday as well. Um, so overall, I would say those are the type of players to watch out for as we had in the Saturday and uh, later on in the month. And how big of a wave should we expect? Because we obviously see the transfer portal growing year after year after year. And as we've been talking about, players will start to realize where they fall at their certain positions, at their certain schools. So how big of a wave based off what you've seen over the last few years should we expect starting on Saturday? So we're at, um, I believe, 2,294 FBS players in the transfer portal right now. And for a little context, last year during the 21-22 cycle, 3,083 players in the portal. So basically, there's about an 800-player difference between last cycle and this cycle. I would expect that type of volume over the next 15 days. Um, and maybe not quite to that extent, maybe five or 600, and then you see some graduate transfers trickle in after, uh, during the May period as well. But I think we'll see that kind of... Um, that kind of bucket of players, like around 800 enter during this period, just because I don't think the transfer portal is slowing down. Um, teams can actually sign more players now. There was a change in the rules last year that allows player schools to sign up to 85 scholarship players at any times. 
Um, schools did not have that advantage last time around in the transfer portal. So I think there's a world in which we see more players in this portal cycle. So you're talking 31, 3,200 than we saw last time. So I, I think there's a real possibility we see anywhere from like 600 to 1,000 kids over the next month or so. Man, you are going to be a busy guy. Let me tell you, over the next over the next couple months as the transfer portal window reopens. Now, we were talking before we pressed record and we were kind of looking back to last year. And in May, I think it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan Addison, who at the time was a pit wide receiver, entered the transfer portal and he was maybe the biggest star of the cycle. Now, maybe not the biggest star. Obviously, Caleb Williams entered the transfer portal too, but he was one of the biggest stars, regardless of the window, to enter the transfer portal. He ended up going to USC, had a great year and could be a first round wide receiver. Do you think we could see players of that magnitude. I know it's unlikely we'll see a large amount of those type of players enter the portal, but look, Addison was a big surprise. Do you think we could see another big surprise kind of come through that really sort of shakes up college football and and goes to a a power program and, and really helps them compete for a playoff? Yeah, I, I certainly think it's a possibility. I think about two USC players, actually. Um, Jordan Addison, um, obviously went to USC from Pittsburgh. But also Eric Gentry, he was a linebacker at Arizona State, a true freshman All-American, also went to USC during this April-May time period. And um, like it's, it's no secret that NIL is a thing in college football right now, and NIL matters. And I think if you're going to see a superstar player enter the portal, it's largely going to be a leverage play. Um, for their NIL purposes. We are in an open market right now with no restrictions and players know what other players are making in terms of NIL. And I think you will probably see one or two upset stars um, either trying to test the market to see if they can get more money or um, looking to leverage their own school for the opportunity to go elsewhere. Um, Xavier Worthy, the Texas wide receiver, for example, did that after his true freshman season. There were a ton of rumors that he would enter the transfer portal this time last year. And frankly, in December as well. And he ultimately ended up staying at Texas. But um, this is the time where if you're a player, you have all the leverage on your school. And I can certainly see one or two or three uh, really quality star players opting to enter the portal um, to execute as much leverage as possible over their um, dollar figures they can earn. And you look at the first window and some of the teams that were super active in it, right? I'm thinking of a Colorado, uh, an Arizona State, right? Both of those schools. And granted, they had new head coaches and head coaches that were trying to turn over rosters, but they both took 20 plus players in the transfer portal. Do you foresee any team or multiple teams being that active? I'm sure those teams specifically are, are going to continue to add from the portal if you know the right player surfaces. But do you think you could see teams take you know double digit players in this window compared to what we saw, obviously, in the first one? I would be really surprised if we saw teams take double digit players. That would require a lot of space on your 85 scholarship limit, and most teams aren't close to having aren't don't have that many spots to play with and also require teams cutting a lot of players Um, we're going to see teams cut a lot of players to make room like i think you're going to see a lot of like lower tier power five players enter the portal over the next couple like over the next couple weeks because teams are trying to clear space so there will be a couple spots for teams to work with but i i would be truly shocked if we saw like 10 plus players at most of these schools i think just talking to schools they have for like three to five needs, really, like you'd like another offensive lineman, you'd like another running back, like another receiver, like one more DB. But I, I don't think we're going to see wholesale roster changes at this point heading into fall camp. Yeah, and that makes sense. And of course, there are no new coaching changes as of late. Obviously, all those happened earlier in the offseason, which made sense for a school like Colorado and a school like Arizona State who hired Deion Sanders or Colorado hired 
Deion Sanders, Arizona State, Kenny Dillingham there trying to turn over the roster. So it makes sense that they're going out and getting 20 plus players like both of them did. Just looking at teams that could potentially use a little bit of an influx of transfers, who are some that that you have on your mind? Is there a team or two that maybe you're watching that you think again, won't be as active as 20 plus players, but could add, you know, five, six, seven guys here and there. Honestly, I think Auburn's probably the most interesting team to watch um, heading into this window. Hugh Freeze has been very open about his willingness to add players this spring um, if it f- they feel like they can help him on the depth chart. And Auburn is one of a only handful of probably power five teams really in the quarterback space. So that makes Auburn doubly interesting. Um, that is a team I'm watching closely. Um, the rest of them, I mean, like, I'm certainly interested. Like, TCU needs to add a couple of transfers, for example. They were just in a national championship game. Uh, they'll be really interesting to follow. I'd be curious about some of the Blue Bloods if they decide to uh, plug a hole or two. I think Ohio State's probably still looking for an offensive lineman. Alabama might need another DB. Like, you could go to some of those schools and find a specific need everywhere. But if we're talking about one team that I think could be the focus of the spring transfer window, it would be Auburn. Yeah, that makes sense. And again, another first-year head coach, Hugh Freeze, looking to make changes to his roster to better uh, bring in guys that fit his system. And of course, you mentioned quarterback, obviously, too. Robbie Ashford is back, uh, but do they want to move forward with Ashford as the guy without you know much depth behind him or someone to compete directly uh, with him in that quarterback room? Uh, so Chris, last question. I'll get you out of here on this one. Pretty general, too. Are you ready? Because I know the, the transfer portal windows are, are a busy time for you. I, I certainly don't envy what you're going through over these next few weeks, but uh, are you ready? Are the juices pumped? Are, are, are they flowing for what's about to come starting on Saturday? I mean, it's it's definitely exciting. I guess that's the way to put it. Uh, it'll be, it's as a reporter, it's a very exciting time because there's a lot of news out there and a lot of things happening. It's also kind of stressful, but um, it's college football. It's a lot of fun to watch player movement happen in real time. So it'll be really interesting to see how things go. Um, I know 24-7 sports is definitely the best place for transfer portal coverage anywhere. We have our transfer portal tracker on our website. We have a deep, deep stable of team site reporters and national analysts, um, like our guys on the recruiting side who also help out with transfer portal coverage. Um, we've got a great video team that's going to handle a lot of transfer stuff as well that I know Lance, you're involved with on the uh, college football recruiting side of things. So I would just encourage everybody to stay locked in with 24-7 sports for your spring transfer portal window. I think we'll be at the forefront of it. Yeah, there's just so much to watch for over the next few weeks as the transfer portal really ramps back up. And to echo Chris, make sure to stay locked in to 247sports.com for all the latest news surrounding departures and commitments in the transfer portal as they happen. Chris, thanks so much for hopping on and joining me. Remember to follow Chris on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. That's a Twitter timeline you certainly uh, want to keep an eye on as I'm sure it will be busy over the next few days and of course the next few weeks. Have a pretty good feeling about that. So for Chris Hummer, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily.